Hello, everybody. This is Alex Barthet with the Lean Zone podcast. Today, we're going to talk about managing construction materials on your site. And with us is Eric Hellitzer of Subbase. How are you doing, Eric? Hey, Alex. Great. I'm doing fi- fantastic. Thanks for having me. So, uh, Eric, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself and your background and tell me a little bit about how you got to where you are? Sure. So, Originally went to graduated from the University of Florida from the Rinker School of Construction. Uh, immediately went to work for one of, if not the largest shell contractor in the nation, where I was managing uh, both the field and the office in terms of the pre-construction and operation side. Really had a great experience there. Moved on to the family business, which was the construction management side, where learned a little bit more in depth about the operational side, worked with many trades, built many projects, and recently over the last year pivoted my career from the sticks and bricks to building technology and a software application for construction materials to be managed seamlessly. And right now we are in the earlier stages, but uh, essentially my entire career from Growing up as a little kid to now being 15 years deep into the industry has always revolved around construction, from the education to the operations, and now building in in the 2D world versus the 3D. So that's the background of where I started and and where we're at right now. So I know we're going to get into Subbase a little bit um, uh, because it's a very unique uh, platform, but let's start with the basics, right? So I'm a construction company. Um, I effectively do three things. Um, I have to deal with people, I have to deal with product, and I have to manage my uh, customer, my client, whether that's a a contractor or an owner. Um, Those are the three things I do. So managing materials is got to be a large portion of that, right? Yeah. So the material management portion and just let's call it the material cost for an average trade is typically running around 40% of their direct cost. And that is one of the major categories that trades are focused on is how do you manage such a large portion of your business, which is kind of where we found our niche and our sweet spot was, was that 40% of that subcontractor business. And, and let's be clear. This is if I am a shell contractor it's the concrete, the block, the visqueen, the plywood. If I'm a plumber, it's the PVC pipe, the copper pipe, the fixtures, right? That's what we're talking about, right? Yes, it's any type of material that are, let's call it the sticks and bricks that make up the uh, exact you know, direct cost of, of procuring that material, which is 40% of the material cost that doesn't account for the labor side that's involved with managing those materials. That's strictly just the cost of the actual sticks and bricks. So when, if, if I'm going to start a construction company today, um, I guess there's two main ways or three main ways, but, but let's talk about the first two of managing my materials, right? That's what paper and emails is probably the first kind of the most, the entry level, right? Uh, notes on a, on a spreadsheet, uh, not a spreadsheet, uh, a notepad, post-it notes, emails back and forth, right? 
Yeah, so today's outdated methodologies really revolve around the paper, the email, which is um, something that's been in the industry since I first started and has been there till today. So over 15 years, I've seen paper and email that really are the basis for a lot of the trades to actually manage the materials is through paper and email. And shockingly, you also can see things being managed on job sites with uh, handwritten notes on a piece of cardboard. So what does that look like, right? So if I'm a plumber and I'm, um, you know, I've got $50,000 of product and I'm using paper uh, and emails, what am I doing, right? I've got how many vendors am I dealing with? Um, What does that look like? So typical trades are dealing with anywhere from three to 10 different vendors, depending on the size of the trade. But what it looks like is the field is requesting or the office is requesting materials for specific projects on a daily or an hourly daily or weekly basis. And a lot of these systems right now are very rudimentary where a handwritten note or a text messages text message is coming from the field being translated into the office. The office is then trying to maybe decipher handwriting or decipher the exact size or quantity of material. And then that is typed into typically an email sent via a text message or even a photo to multiple vendors. And everything is being tracked right now in that outdated system on phones, computers, emails. And it's it's really taking all of the centralization out of it and putting it into everyone's different components that they're using on a daily basis. And into someone's head, right? I mean, someone's got to manage this, right? Oh, wait, I forgot to place the order for the uh, PVC pipe or wait, right. who, which vendor had the best price for this quantity of fixture, right? I mean, that's what people are so, dealing with now, right? Yeah. And, and, and what happens is people deal with that. They get the, let's call it purchase order out immediately to a vendor once they've secured that price. And what happens and, and specifically in today's world is with supply chain lead times being all over the place, no one is following up with that order. So you may have ordered a, a fitting or a piece of pipe two weeks ago that you need in two weeks, but that two-week period from the time you ordered to when it gets delivered to the job is being fumbled right now between the emails, the texts, and there's really a lack of collaboration because of the fact that papers, emails, and spreadsheets are really living on everyone's individual systems. Well, let, that's a great segue. So let, let's talk about spreadsheets, right, which is the universal answer for most contractors problems, right? Well, let's put it yes. in a spreadsheet and track it in a spreadsheet, right? So yep. tell us how the spreadsheet works. Yeah. So a spreadsheet today is really used for organizing data and it's very comfortable for people to come in, create a couple of custom settings with custom columns. It's very easy to edit and there's really minimal learning curve to have someone who is coming in new or coming in fresh to manage materials on a spreadsheet. The problem with the spreadsheets that we've seen and that I've seen over the last 15 years, specifically in the field, is that it requires tons of manual entry and it stores data all over the place. And that data may not be updated in real time, which is really hindering the ability for some of these trades to take advantage of the pricing that's going on in the market or, like I said before, the lack of collaboration that some of these outdated processes are are taking. Um, but that being also, said, that being said, yeah. it's still a significant improvement 
over just paper, emails, and text messages. Yeah, there, there's no question about that, that the spreadsheet, the evolution of the spreadsheet definitely makes it a lot better than the paper email conversations or, or the way that most trades are organized right now with paper and email. The problem, though, too, is that it's, it's difficult to implement spreadsheets in the field with field teams. And one of the things that we saw and one of the things that I saw was that I can give a spreadsheet to a superintendent or to even my project managers or project engineers in the field, but are they actually updating it in real time to really get the information collaborated across the field and office when materials are being procured? Right. I guess they could solve that problem with, you know, whether it's a Google sheet or a shared Excel spreadsheet, right? That that solves some of the problem, right? So now yes. instead of working on eight different versions of a spreadsheet, we're working on the same shared spreadsheet, right? That that solves some of that problem, but but still it's it's not quite as efficient as it could be, right? Exactly. And anyone can solve um minor pieces of that problem with shared workplaces, such as a Google workplace that's shared. Um, but ultimately, the amount of complexity that's involved in any type of material procurement from uh, purchasing, you know, a box of epoxy to, you know, switch gear for a project uh, is, is a very complex workflow that ultimately needs to be simplified for everyone to gain efficiency. Well, one of the things I remember when we spoke before that I thought was a really interesting point that you brought up was, you know, I thought the big problem was, geez, we really screwed up. We didn't order the four ready mix trucks to get here on time. And and your 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 comment was actually that's what everyone remembers and focuses on. However, the real problem is, did you order the um, rubber gloves, the Visqueen, kind of the the ancillary things that could easily be forgotten, but are still as important that could hold up the project, right? Exactly. So a lot of the materials that are going under the wayside because they may be small or they may be a little bit too tedious to track are the ones that ultimately add up to, you know, bigger numbers for, for companies. And if you don't have a system or you don't have a way to track those small things, they go by the wayside and ultimately they could hinder the ability to uh, you know, pour decks on time or finish roofing uh, when it comes to, you know, finishing projects in the field, which is really interesting to see because the smaller materials are still making up this large $250 billion a year material uh, procurement cost that is costing us, you know, us being the industry, a lot of time and a lot of money from things going uh, missing either on an inefficient side with tracking or just in general, people don't have the ability to see what they're paying for it in real time. Well, that's the infamous run to Home Depot, right? The infamous run to Home Depot is is right now a massive problem because what's happening is you're taking away the labor that should be productive in the field to go run to a Home Depot or to run to a supply house uh, because people obviously don't have the time. But uh, the bigger problem is that time should be spent building in the field versus trying to procure materials. So um, tell us about a centralized platform. You know, how do you put all of this together um, as, a, as a user and to solve this problem, right? So the problem is, is easy to identify. How do you solve the problem? Sure. So you, you solve the problem by really understanding the pain 
that a lot of the trades are experiencing right now that you have to kind of pull out of them. And what we realize is that the problem is not just a user problem, it's an industry-wide problem. The industry-wide problem is the fact that no matter the size of a product or material you're ordering, it all has to go through a certain workflow. Some workflows may be different depending on the trade, but ultimately the problem is the lack of field to office communication and the collaboration efforts it takes from the field trades, the office individuals, as well as the vendors on the opposite side that are all working in different systems. So we have actually been able to figure out that if we centralize this complicated workflow and make it simple for someone to come on, send RFQs, track orders, integrate with calendars, show specific dashboards on maybe orders that had missing items, and to track it all in-house, it allows teams to collaborate, giving them more ability to focus on what they need to do in the field, which is really build and manage a product from that level, instead of managing individual items tracked all over the place. So how does a... Um, This is a this is a unique problem that you're solving because I haven't heard of other products out there that solve this problem for a construction company. The labor side seems to have gotten a lot of attention. Um, So there's lots of of products to manage labor. One of them, which was on this podcast uh, a while ago, is uh, Smart Barrel. But, yep. but there are lots of other ones out there. But on the on the material side, it seems to be um, fertile ground, right? You, you don't have much competition, do you? Yeah, right now it's fertile ground. And I believe the reason why, and this is based on you know our experience as a team, is the fact that it's very complex to solve a problem that is intertwined in so many different areas. You have different trades that are dealing with different vendors different vendors that have different systems in the way that they want to receive and place orders and track orders. And then you have the entire supply chain um, that is really just changing drastically on a daily, weekly basis. And software is interesting in the fact that we at Subbase have the ability to build tools that most other people don't have access to. Being the fact that we are tied, connected, or really deeply connected into the construction network, specifically in Miami, we're able to really dig into the pain points that most people aren't even sure they know about until they see and understand and are educated on how there's a better way to manage their materials out there. And I believe the biggest reason why we haven't seen much out there yet is because of how complex the workflows are to manage these materials and ultimately um, gain the trust of people that have been using the same systems, like we talked about before, the paper, the email, and the spreadsheets for the last 20, you know, 15 to 20 years. Well, there's definitely an improvement if you go from paper to spreadsheets, but if you're on the spreadsheet, um, you know, the only place to go is is a solution that is database driven, right? Just it's a central centralized platform Yes. For everything. So, so how does Subbase work? If I'm a user of Subbase, um, generally speaking, what do I see? How does it interface with my vendors? Um, how does it how does it save me the time um, and get me the best price uh, and make sure that the uh, products that I need on my job site are not delayed? Yeah. So, real quick, um, if someone's interested in using the platform, 
they would come in and usually takes 30 seconds to sign up with an account. Once their account's registered, that's when you would bring in your internal users, which would be your company level users inside your office. And then you can add field teams as well. From there, vendors and our you know unique value we add is we don't take the relationship out of the trade and the vendor. Every order or every request for quote that's pushed through from a trade to a vendor is received the same way right now with an email, except we organize the data, the information that is typically all over the place for vendors into a neat organized portal that they click into. They don't need to sign up the vendor. They don't need to confirm an email or a password. They respond into the portal and in real time, lead time notifications, unit costs, and communication from a vendor to subcontractor perspective are all uniquely loaded into the back end of the subs portal. So they're seeing this data in real time without having to enter it into spreadsheets. And so once we've got the vendor on board with that sub, we've seen a drastic change in terms of the time savings it takes for both parties to communicate. Right now, vendors are receiving hundreds of emails a day. And a lot of those emails from trades are like we talked about before, handwritten notes or pictures of a handwritten note or an email that may be hard to decipher where things are going without the proper information. And so what our platform does is it sends that information in a unique way that helps organize both sides of the supply chain. So how much does this cost a, a subcontractor or a contractor to use? So a subcontractor does not have to pay anything right now to use the platform. It is totally free um, and free meaning uh, you can come in, you can sign. There's no, you know, hidden fees. There's no cost that that's going to come out of the woodwork. That That is, you know, the way that the platform operates right now. We're working on premium features that are going to elevate the platform on the subcontractor side to the next level where eventually we will show even more value to them um, with real-time analytics. We are working on some very big uh, accounting integrations to integrate with a lot of the common construction software accounting programs. And um, on the vendor side, we are working heavily with vendors, specifically some of the largest vendors in the country, to build out their portals and essentially bring catalogs to the platform so that in the next, let's call it a couple of months, the vendor to subcontractor communication is going to be even more efficient than what it is right now based on what we're seeing in, in terms of the real-time trends in the supply chain. So if I'm a contractor and I, uh, I want to create efficiencies in my um, business, it sounds like uh, what I really need is I need a construction management platform. Um, I need to manage my labor maybe with something like Smart Barrel, and then I need to manage yes. my uh, uh, my materials, my construction materials with something like Subbase, at which point um, then I would have dashboards to show me uh, pretty much all of, all of the different aspects of my business um, almost in real time, right? Exactly, and so that's where the trend is moving towards is a digital space where data is actually your friend. A lot of the times trades are, you know, not looking ahead to see that, hey, you can actually learn from the real-time data, analyze it, and then start to see specific trends in your business that you can take advantage of where the spreadsheets, the emails, and the text messages just aren't providing. 
And so ultimately, we see this as a much larger play in terms of helping the trades not just be more efficient from managing the day-to-day materials, but be more efficient from managing your business with real-time data that you can analyze and make better decisions to, to hopefully um, be you know, affecting the bottom line of your company in a positive way. Well, I mean, if it's free, it sounds like it's a hard um, hard thing to beat, right? So at right. least it should well, be the, worth a try. Exactly. And, and that's why right now we you know, are eliminating any bear for entry because not only are we seeing with real time the problem we're solving, but a lot of our users who are using it um, don't want to go back to the old ways because the old ways are just so inefficient. And average users right now on the platform are managing anywhere between 10 and 30 projects at any given time, which um, based on early numbers that we are seeing from our users, if you're saving, you know, 10 minutes a project with 30 projects that are active, that's 300 minutes a day that you're saving in terms of follow-ups, placing orders, tracking deliveries, and integrating with your field teams, uh, which is our biggest you know, claim to fame right now is that we can easily tie the field teams into the platform instead of having purchasing managers and project managers and even owners of businesses receiving hundreds, if not almost thousands of texts a week with materials coming from the field that need to be requested for order. Well, all of that pales in comparison to um, not having product on your job site when yes. you need it. Yeah. And a lot of the times owners who've seen the platform, you know, who we've who we not only have showed it to but have heard about it kind of shy away and they don't think that it's really for them but you know the bigger picture is the trades are the ones doing the work right the the trades are the ones that are working for the general contractor and if the trades are not efficient or don't have the material it's you know a detriment to the entire project which flows up chain to be a detriment to not only the GC, but ultimately the end user and the owner who are the ones that are, you know, looking to deliver a product, not just on time, but within budget. Absolutely. It's got, you know, the only way construction works is if it's a teamwork from top to bottom. Absolutely. Um, yes. So Eric, if people wanted to learn a little bit more about Subbase or get a hold of you, what's the best way to do it? So right now they can go right directly to our website, which is www.subbase.io. We've got demos on there. We have information about the product itself. And if anyone wants to contact directly to myself, uh, I love talking about it. It's what I do all day and all night. It's just focus on uh, enhancing the platform. They can reach out on LinkedIn or they can send me an email. Uh, My email address is eric, E-R-I-C, at subbase.io. And we're extremely excited about uh, not just what we've built, but our engineering team and, and, our, and our full team that's working you know, around the clock to enhance the platform and take it to the next level based on the early users that we have right now who are absolutely loving the product. Uh, Eric, thank you very much for taking the time. I, I look forward to checking back in with you uh, in a few months or a year and uh, learn about uh, not just how Subbase is doing, but I'm guessing at that point, you'll have some aggregated data you can share with our listeners about trends in uh, construction material. So we'll definitely be looking to have you back. So yeah. thank you thank you very much. Thanks, Alex. I really appreciate you guys having us on the show and I love the talk. I appreciate it. Thank you. No problem. Everybody, uh, I look forward to 
talking to you again on the next episode of the Lean Zone podcast. Have a great day.